Hey, everybody, it's Lee. I know we're heading into the offseason, so we wanted to give a shout-out to our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena, one more time. And again, we have a coupon for $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at hockey.sensearena.com. I always like to remind everybody, I've been using this thing for six months, and I'm just blown away, not just from the VR aspect of it and the virtual reality side of things, but the ability to give different perspectives of the game, whether I'm playing as a goaltender, and I got to admit, it is really hard, but it has really given me a perspective from that point of hockey, which has made me a better coach and a better ice hockey player, or the skater modes, which help you work on cognitive skills and other things like heads-up play that you don't normally get to work on in a practice or a game. So I implore you to check it out. It helps us out. It helps them out. Support our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena. Get $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Again, that's Hockey Never Stops. That's the code at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Check it out. And without further ado, enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Hey, everybody, it's me. It's Lee. It's that thing I do before the episode where I tell you what the episode's about. This episode is about uh, social media in youth hockey. Specifically, we talk a lot about brand ambassadorship and how parents and kids can work together in that realm, which was actually a request. We got an email about this from a, a listener, which is why we did the episode. But we also really dive into the perils of social media as a whole and how as a parent or as a kid, you really should be approaching it uh, with certain aspects first, like self-esteem and understanding what your goal is on there and that it's not reality, right? It's a human highlight reel. We really dive into those things on the episode. Um, so I think it's an important episode, whether you're a social media brand ambassador or if your kid uses social media, anywhere in between those is probably a good one for you. And uh, of course, it's the opening, which means I'm going to push something. And today I'm pushing When Hockey Stops, the children's book that Christy Casciano Burns and I wrote uh, to help kids through adversity. Uh, the book has uh, been doing unbelievably well. We've had a lot of schools ask us to come in. Again, it deals with what happens when your kid faces massive adversity, albeit an injury or the world shutting down or anything. This book will help prepare them for those moments, which they're inevitably going to face. Uh, that was our goal. And to really make an inspirational story um, that, that kids are loving. I, I told you last week, kids are doing book reports. I was blown away by this. Anyway, uh, check that out at whenhockeystops.com. Uh, or you can Amazon it up. It's up to you how you want to purchase it. If you want to sign copy personalized by Christy and I, um, you can get it at whenhockeystops.com. If not, wherever you're comfortable, Barnes & Noble, it's everywhere. Can't thank you guys enough for making that a, uh, a top-selling book in the children's hockey category. I'm laughing in the sense that I just can't believe I just said that out loud. Anyway, without further ado, I want you to enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Thank you again so much for being uh, loyal viewers or listeners. Again, your five-star reviews, your shares, uh, and, and when you put this in your team snaps, anything to get it out there helps grow this audience and help makes this family as big as possible. And you're doing that. And that's why we're top 10 in hockey. It's unbelievable. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you so much for that. Here's the episode. Enjoy it uh, and have a great day. Hello, hockey friends and families around the world, and welcome to another edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Tonight's a mailbag episode. We got an email that sparked some interest over here at Our Kids Play Hockey headquarters. Uh, that we're going to talk about tonight. The topic of the hour is social media, both from an influencer point of view, a scouting point of view. Really, it was a well-written uh, email. I'm going to read it in a minute. But before I do that, let me introduce you to our wonderful team tonight. Christy Casciano Burns, regular on the program. Many of you know her as Christy Casciano Burns or the hockey mom from USA Hockey. Uh, and also special with Mike's absence, we brought on Caitlin Reese tonight. Caitlin Reese is a social media expert, the community manager for Hockey Wraparound. Um, a good friend of ours, good friend of the show, also produces this show, 
Um, and as fate would have it, is absolutely the person you should have on if you're going to be talking about social media, as all three of us actually in some realm work professionally in media. So it's a great panel for this exact topic. But I'm going to read the letter. I'm going to say it once again, that the names and locations have been changed to protect the innocent. But you know who you are, the person who sent that in. But uh, it's a little lengthy, so let me get into it. So this is what it says. Good morning, hockey family. Love that intro. I have been listening to your podcast for several months now, and as a newer hockey parent and the information and advice that you provide is priceless, and for that I'm grateful. My son is a third-year mite, born in 2014, and we are still very early on in his journey. I listen to podcasts and I'm very involved with social media as a manager to my son. I'm extremely involved in everything hockey in our area, from youth to our local ECHL team. The thing that touched me with your most recent installment was the brief talk about social media. I am not very good at managing it, but I'm trying to grasp the value and the impact that it has on the sport. You briefly touched on this for players at a high level and how it impacts them, but players are being involved at a much earlier age. And I wonder how you guys feel about the reach of social media and how it could change the sport from a product standpoint or even an exposure standpoint. I think it would be nice if you guys could touch on the social media aspect of hockey, how it affects youths of our sport and not just high-level players. I don't think there is enough there to warrant a full episode, buddy. There's plenty there to warrant a full episode. But the main thing I'm interested in is the online presence of product ambassadors. Does it have value? Is it worth the time to involve? Is it worth the exposure? Do coaches look at programs, tournaments, and players on these platforms? A lot of great questions here. I just would like to hear what direction you folks think social media is going and taking the sport, and should we continue to use that as an avenue to grow his brand in hopes that if he does continue that passion, he does have opportunities later in his career, he can benefit from that exposure and the products that he sells. I want to thank you again for what you do. Really appreciate you considering the email. Well, it was a fantastic email. And uh, I know Caitlin and I and Chris have been talking about this actually for a couple of weeks since we got it. Um, but let me, Caitlin, I'm going to start with you tonight, right? Like you're a community manager, right? So this is something you literally do every day is help brands grow. You interact with these ambassadors. Yep. What do you think the state is of social media, uh, really not just in hockey, but in sport in general? So I see a lot of parent-led uh, accounts at this point. Um, and they're some of my favorite to interact with just because they really have their kids' best interests at heart when it comes to their social media. And I, I love that they're kind of taking the ambassadorships to the next level with that as well. Um, it really is all about like creating your own type of brand and I think that really goes even further with um recruiting I I think that really shows the coaches that you're looking for um that you're able to take it to the next level with social media and like you're able to show your skills in that format as well yeah as a parent though I'm concerned Caitlin you know I'm kind of like a mama bear you know I want to protect my kid I yeah. worry um depending on how your kid can handle it. I mean, if they have tender hearts and they, they, cause there's a lot of pressure with social media. Yeah. I mean, you're opening yourself up. And Absolutely. so, I mean, how do you balance it where you know that your kid can handle it, you know, cause some kids can really get hurt by some of the criticism that they, that can follow with social media too. I would be concerned about that. So yeah. it, it's funny you bring that up, Christy, because here's the thing. You could implant social media or hockey into what you just said equally and not know the difference, right? And what I mean by that is this. This is kind of how I view it. Uh, you got to approach it the same way you approach the sport. You can put too much pressure on your kid. It's fun to do it together. You have to have your priorities set. 
I think when I break it down, let's do that, right? Let's really break down what we're talking about here is that social media is a very broad platform, uh, keyboard warrior platform, if you will. Take a step back. It's time for you and your kid to do something together, but take a step back even further. Social media can be a very dangerous place. And really the uh, serum, if you will, the medicine to take it on properly is making sure that your kids first have self-esteem. That is by far the most valuable advice I can give to anybody looking to jump onto social media. If you are jumping on there for likes, if you're jumping on there for subscriptions and because that you need that, that fuels you, that can become very dangerous. Um, so I think that if just first off the bat, if any parent out there is already, and, and Caitlin said, it, we've worked with some amazing families that are, do this completely right. Right. And, and, and we've had some of them in our office before. I mean, there are people out there doing it right, but it comes down to self-esteem. Your kid needs to know that his or her self-worth is not based off of a click of a button. It's based off of who they think they are. So I think that's by far the most important starting point, really. And, and again, you can apply that to more than just social media. You can apply it to the game itself. Right. Uh, and it's tough when you're a kid. It's tough when you're a kid. So I, I'd say this and I'll throw it back to you, too, is that, you know, if you can use we talk about this with hockey, if you can use social media, kill social messing up my own words, social media as a vehicle, social vehicle is a new one for me, social media as a vehicle for your kids growth. I think it's a great platform. I've seen, I have seen families start businesses on social media successfully, yeah. but it, you got to gauge it. Definitely would never force your kid to do it if they don't want to do it. Right. Some kids just love to do it. I'll throw it back to you guys. I've seen kids hurt by social media too. Right. You right. know, yeah, de devastating. Yeah. I think you know, when I was growing up, it was the dangers of social media. Don't, you know, cyberbullying was a big thing. But with the parent run accounts specifically, like there's not a ton there. We're, they're seeing everything that comes through um, as long as they're the ones managing it. And there's a lot of guidelines with a lot of the social medias now. I'm even seeing like some of the more dangerous apps like Snapchat are adding more guidelines now to make it more safe. Um, I saw something come through my inbox the other day where they're adding a parental guidance feature for Snapchat where they can see who your kids are friends with, everything basically except the messages, um, which is huge because there, there's a big population of kids out there that are just adding anybody who comes through on Snapchat. Um, but with the follower type accounts like Instagram and Twitter, I think it's big that like parents do be involved in that way. And for the younger kids are able to just manage their accounts for them. I think that's key. Yeah. Key, like key parents have to manage. You can't just say, not know what your kid is doing um, yeah. because there are a lot of creeps out there, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta guard them. You gotta be, you gotta know who they're dealing with, who's following them. Like when my kids, when they were younger started, you know, Instagram and doing these accounts, I was, I was still paying for their phones at that time. So it was within my right. And I told them that as long as I'm paying for this phone, guess what? I get to see everybody you're talking to and who's following you and what's going on in your life because your privacy, you have no privacy as long as you're in my house under my wings and I'm paying for the, we're paying for my, my husband and I are paying for your phone. I have every right to see who you're talking to, <laughs> what's going on in that phone, open it up. And I would look, you know, um, maybe a lot of parents don't agree with that. I agree. But I think I raised some pretty decent kids. Hey, I was told no, that. And I shall, I, maybe yeah. I did shelter them a little bit, but uh, at that young age, to me, that was important. 
look, p- parenting is tough. And, and and here's the deal, Christy. I think not enough parents are doing that nowadays. I think it's kind of more friendly than it is, you know, parenting at times, especially with social media. But look, let, let's break this down again. We, we can look at social media as in two fronts. There's the branding kind of influencer front. Um, and then there's like the recruitment uh, exposure front. I want to start with the branding front. Um, <clears throat> a few things, you know, if I'm having the conversation with my kid, like my, my son and daughter see me a lot. Christy, you're in the same boat. They, they just see us a lot on screens. All right. And I've explained to them many times now that that's not reality. And I, I have to be very clear with them about that. Like what you see on the screen is not reality. It's just a time and a place where I was where people were. That's not real, the real world, if you will. And I also tell them that, that social media really is a human highlight reel, right? And it's not reflective of real life. You don't typically see lots of failures and mistakes and, you know, ugly things on social media. You see beautiful winning uh, things. That, that, that tide may be turning slightly. All right. But it's very important that they understand that, that the glimpse they see on social media is a news feed that is prepared for them or you as the parent. That is things that you're going to want to see, which can be very wonderful or very dangerous. For example, my newsfeed would surprise people. It's full of lots of animals like puppies and birds and nature. We got a lot of peaceful things and a lot of motivational type quotes, right? I remember when I went on a, friend, I went on a friend's feed one time and it was terrifying to me. It was so negative and scary and the world is ending and uh, you know this volcano or this asteroid is going to destroy the planet and this atomic bomb. I mean, it was just fear that he was living in that. Um, and it just goes to show you how to, neither one of those is reality. Neither one of those. My, mine is more of a meditative type place that I like to go to calm down, right? Other people are watching this 24-7. And again, Christy, look, look, you are an extremely responsible journalist. I've always respected you as a journalist, as an anchor. But even from a media front, you know, it, it's it's a very tough line to skirt, right? I mean, you have to be responsible of what you're seeing. And I think that that responsibility for the first time really in history is being thrown on parents, right? You know, again, when I was growing up, the news was a source of trust. You would go to your news. They would tell you the news and you would take that. Now, as a parent, you got to vet the news. You really do. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. There's... uh... There's a lot of false information being shared, especially on the social media accounts, um, right. and they're guised as being truthful and factual. So it's really important to sit down with your kids and help them decipher the facts from fiction right. and how sometimes it can be disguised as the truth. Really important. Right. Uh, yeah, great point to raise. Yeah, and, and sometimes you might not even know. You might not know. Period. You, you might, might just not know, know if it's real or not. <laughs> you exactly. have to live with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's confusing times in which we live. I'm really curious about this brand ambassador stuff because right. um, I don't really know a lot about it. And I know more and more kids are doing it. We've seen a few uh, fans actually of uh, of uh, our, our uh, what we do here contact and reach out to us. So, um, like what age should kids become brand ambassadors and does it really help? Does it hurt? Are you, you know, are you selling your kid? You know, it's <laughs> kind of icky when you think about it. Well, the way you sit like that, well, let's toss it over to Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin's the expert on the panel. Yeah. Part. So when it comes to the brand ambassador front, I really love it for a multitude of ages and reasons. Um, I think it's great 
you know, from the youngest, I think we have one that's six right now on rap on hockey wraparounds ambassador team. Um, and I, I think it instills like a sense of, um, it's a way to start selling, you know, um, it's a way to learn how to sell before you even get to high school, really. Um, cause we do see a lot of the kids in the upper elementary level and the middle school level that are doing it. Um, they're, they're doing videos of themselves using their products, taking photos of their products and sharing them on social media. And then they all have their own unique link with where they can generate their own money from it. Um, so not only like, are they getting themselves out there as a brand for themselves, but they're generating some sort of income as well. And I think from an educational standpoint, that's fantastic. Um, and it's really, uh, some brands do it just to do it, but I, I really focus on the fun part of it and the motivational part of it as a way to get them to use the time to practice and use it to have fun with hockey. And I, I just think it's great for that. All right. But how important is it? And I hate when people sell products that they don't believe in. Right. That's junk. Yeah. <laughs> and you're only doing it to get money and exposure. I mean, how important is it the kid tries the product, really believes in the product, and is sincere about it? That's a, that's a great point. And, you know, there are brands out there that will take just about anybody. But I know from our standpoint, like we we take people that we see constantly excelling in doing content with our products and um, showing how much they really love being a part of our community. It's total community effort and we welcome them into our family um, once they've shown that they're at the top of our community. Yeah, I'll say this too. That <clears throat> So first off, Caitlin is, is one of the best in the business at what she does. She generally cares about the people that interact with the brand. Um, and she's in a position that I think is insanely undervalued by businesses in general. You know, when we, when we told people we have a community manager, they go, wow. Like I said, everyone should have a, I mean, you, you cannot manage a community without one of these people. It's not something you do in your spare time effectively. Um, but one of the things she does really well is she vets these families. When these kids come in, you don't just automatically become an ambassador, right? Like there's a whole process that we go through. We want to make sure that, as she said, you're making quality content right? You really do care about it. Do you know about our product? Do you know about our background? Do you know about what it is that we do? You know, that's like the gatekeeping questions that we ask before you can just jump on board. Um, I'm going to say two things here because I've taken some notes here. Um, I know when people say, so Caitlin, you said it like when they're starting to get their sales career, learn how to sell. I already know just from doing this for a long time, there's people out there, oh, sell it. It's an evil word. It's a four letter word. Listen, everybody listening, look at me or listen to me. Everyone out there is selling something. Okay. It might be a product. It might be information. It might be whatever it is you do at your job at the end goal. It might be insurance, but at the end of the day, everyone is selling something. It's just about how you do it, right? The four letter word with sales, when you think of kind of that icky salesperson, just trying to sell you a lemon is what, what Christy is talking about. All right. But we're all working to sell something to somebody else. That's commerce, right? So when you think about brand ambassadorship, uh, Christy, going back to your question, it's a two-way road. Some of it's on the influencer and the family themselves, and some of it's on the brand, yeah. right? Christy, I'm going to echo something you said, but I'm going to say it as a statement. Do not support brands that you don't support. Yeah. If you don't know anything about the product, the product's bad, do not just take that ambassadorship. This is my advice, because it looks sexy to have that ambassadorship. Pick and choose. People know trash when they see it they know bs when they see it 
Okay. And you don't want to be supporting that because then you're associated with that. Right. So if you're going to be an influencer, no matter what the age, six up to 65, all right, and beyond, because we don't discriminate here, right? Make sure you know the product, you've tried the product, and make sure you believe in the product. Don't just gather up as many ambassadorships as you can because you think that, oh, well, look at all these companies support me, because that's not really the way it is, right? I'd say be the best ambassador for one or two companies, not the overall ambassador for 50, right? I would also look into the different brands that you want to be an ambassador for and make sure that they're actually supporting their current ambassador team. Um, because like I said, the the ambassador programs out there that will just welcome anybody, they're not showcasing um, what you're willing to put forth for them. And I think that's a part of it. Like what we do is we take the content that they're already sharing and we reshare it for them and tag them and make right. sure that our community knows that they're a part of our team. That's a great point, Caitlin. Right. And also watch out for scams. And I'm going to share this example. It wasn't with my kid, but it was my dog. You know, I just love my treasure. She does love her dog. Yeah, we (laughs) know that. I post on Instagram all the cute little things that he does. And of course, I think he's just a star. (laughs) So I wasn't shocked when I received an Instagram private message from a company wanting Duke to be a brand ambassador. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they discovered how cute and awesome and amazing my little dog is. Of course I want him to be a brand ambassador. Okay, yes, I contact them back. Oh my gosh, yes, Duke is a star. I'm glad you saw it, recognized his his abilities to sell because he's just the cutest dog on the on the planet. I said, okay. The kids are going to get well, jealous here. of what you're talking about. Now, just I know, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all you need to do is buy $150 right. worth of collars and leashes and dog boats and take pictures of your dog. And I was like, so I have to buy $150 worth of your junk and pimp my dog out right that's exactly what they were asking you to do like and then what do i get out of it and then i looked on their site and you see that there are all these dogs and they're just nothing special about any of them no they're praying they're just they're praying on us yeah so it's like yeah (laughs) see this is one of the things and then i blocked them blocked them blocked them influencers can pray too though i'll tell you how that's what I'm um, worried about. That's what but, I'm worried about. Caitlin and I deal with this all the time. It's, hey, can you send me a free product and I'll make a video? Families, friends, do not ask a company to do that. You are basically just asking for a free product. And we we know that. So yeah. when people contact us, hey, can I get a free whatever? The answer is usually no. You can earn it. You can earn it. Like, why don't you show me some of the videos you've made and make a few videos and earn it? Yeah, we'll send you one if you earn it because that's the life lesson that we're trying to teach. Right. And I'll tell you what, when they earn it, man, they do a lot more with it than when we just give it to them. So again, there's a two-way road here, right? I, I can't tell you how many messages we get. Caitlin, you, you know this. We're just, hey, I'd like to be an ambassador. Can I have a free wraparound? Yeah. <laughs> no. Not. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering too, if your kid is an ambassador, if that might lure some of the you know, oh, bad apples does. out there to absolutely try and contact does. you One of to the... get you to buy products even though they don't really intend to do anything special with your kid, you know, it's just for you to get, get you to buy products. You know, you got to watch for that. 
Yeah. Like an immediate red flag with that is again, going back to the community manager role. I mean, you, I, I actually was an ambassador for a different product at one point and I got to know their social media manager before I even signed on. Um, so I think that in itself, knowing that there's an actual person behind the account that you're talking to behind the company that you want to sign on with, um, there's, you know, a lot of times you'll get a random message, not even from the company. Um, that's an immediate red flag. You, you want to make sure that everything you're doing is 100% secure before you do it. Um, otherwise it's not going to yield the same results that you're looking for. You know, I'm writing some notes down here because <clears throat> I want to make sure that we give clear kind of, not instructions, but just thoughts to our audience. Yeah. It's, and it's how young of, is too young? What do you I think? think that depends on the parent because, because I'll, I'll tell you this too. And the kid. Yeah. Like, look, there's a certain age at which a parent can step away a little bit. But again, that, that's what I'm going to go through. Again, look, the first thing, again, you got to make sure your kid's self-esteem is the primary uh, goal here, right? If you're not building that, then then we're doing it wrong. And I've seen a lot, I'm going to say this again, I've seen a lot of influencer, great relationships with parents and their kids. They're building their kid's self-esteem. Okay, that's number one. Number two is really clearly identifying what is the goal. All right, if if your kid is six years old or eight years old and is a little salesman and loves loves hockey and loves the product, yeah, cultivate that love into understanding that, Hey, there's ways to earn things from this and you can work hard. I don't, I actually am not against teaching a young person basic level of salesmanship in terms of, of business. If they're interested, if they're interested, not, you're not going to make real money. Number one, you're not going to make anything you can live off of, but you can learn some really important skills. All right. And I'm one of the people that believes that that proper trustworthy salesmanship is actually a really good skill. I don't think it's a bad skill for anybody to have. Right. Um, the next thing after what is the goal is who do you trust, right? Again, you don't you don't just get a vomit of products and then you're just, oh, I'm an ambassador for 12 different products. That, that You cannot make a living that way, number one, right? And then I've seen this evolve. You know, we had a guest on uh, months ago, Martine, who made um, Duster Armor, right? This is a great story of a father and a son had a wonderful idea for, for an Under Armour type garment that protects the neck, protects the wrist, protects the Achilles. They made a business out of it. Um, and what people might go, well, that's not an influencer. That's exactly what they did. They created a, a great product. They have a presence and now they're promoting their own product as father and son. And I've met them and they're bonded over this to me personally. I can only speak for myself. That's this being done correctly. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and that kid is getting invaluable business knowledge. Who knows what he's going to build when he's older. Right. And again, look, it takes a certain type of personality to do this, right? It's typically type A people, people who aren't afraid to speak. You know, the, the shy shy person, this probably isn't the best method, right? Um, and again, love of the game. I mean, you just don't want to get locked in this thing where uh, you're going to be doing something for years and you don't really love it. And here's the other thing, Christy, you brought up too, is that you're going to, not not maybe, you are going to get a lot of flack from people online because when people are behind a screen without any fear of showing their face, they will say really mean things. I don't care who yeah. you are. Someone That's will tell you true. you suck. Someone will tell you you're horrible at hockey. And we've seen this all over the board from a kid playing for the first time and people telling him that or her that they suck. It's like, yeah, they're just starting, right? So yet you, you got to have a thick skin and parents, this is where you, Christy, to your point about how young, this is where parents really need to step up on the self-esteem game. It doesn't matter what they think. We're not doing this for them. We're doing this because we love to do it. These are the types of messages that I would like to see more. But you have to have, again, really clear goals 
really clear understanding. You know, if a kid says, I don't want to do it anymore, stop, just stop. Right. Stop cold. Right. right? Don't be a stage mom and dad. Right. I've seen them too. Some of the this, worst parents. Yeah. This isn't like the commitment of a hockey season where it's like, we're going to finish what we started. It's if it's causing them a social, emotional and mental damage, it's not worth it. Right. But stop. it's got to be about self-esteem. And, and again, look, Social media is entering a new age here. Like, you know, you kind of get in the next phase of parent now that kind of understands the perils of it, right? That last 10, 15 years, we didn't really understand what it was doing. I think there's much more understanding on that front now. I am seeing far more calls for empathy and kindness and understanding. And then and then the, this is not reality type messaging. So I think it's evolving. So look, long story short, to the person that wrote that letter, my advice is, I like it, but proceed with caution, massive amounts of caution. If you are a teenager or older, same advice, right? Go ahead, Christy. Sorry. What was the other part of the question he had about coaches and recruiting? Yeah, it was about exposure. Is social media a good place for exposure? Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, this is what I'll say as as a coach. Okay. Uh, The best exposure you can get is to play and be very good. All right. If if you are good enough, I've said this a hundred times. If you are good enough, people will see. If you are good enough, if your kid is good enough, people will notice. And I get a lot of parents, well, I, people just aren't seeing them. If I could just get the video out there, um, I'll be very blunt. I find that very, very rare that someone's not getting the exposure they need. If you're good enough, people will will know. Right? This is why it's so important that you enjoy the game and you take the life lessons first. Now, if you're really hell-bent on that you need to get exposure, your kid has to be consistent. You better be putting out consistent videos that are undeniable and and – Show the talent level against other high level talent. That but was I'm, gonna yeah. Go ahead, Kate. That, that that was gonna be my advice. Research just general social media, how tos, and figure out when the best time to post for you is, and go go with that. Run right. with the actual. When should I post reels? How many should I post in a day? That sort of thing. Yeah, and Caitlin's fantastic at that, by the way. Right, and coaches, and I know this from experience, will ask you for some clips of your kids. For sure. Yeah. And um and the clips that I sent of Sophia were just of her scoring, but also, you know, passing and working as a team and right. you know, and um complementing that with all of her scholastic um right. achievements as well. So that's it's just as important as uh the talent on the ice. Yeah, and look, I'll say this. Any 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 coach worth their salt, again, a video might pique interest. I'll never deny that. You have unbelievable hands or a rocket of a shot that might pique my interest, but I need to see the full 360 player. Exactly. And it's not exactly. just hockey I'm looking at, right? It's who are you as a person? What can you do? I'll tell you one thing. When I was really recruiting, when I was coaching college, um, I used to get a lot of videos, Christy, of, like you said, goal, 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 goal. So, you know what I was looking for? I was looking for the video that was half of that and half. We didn't score on this play, but here's the pass. Here's the system. Right. Here's the defensive play. When exactly. I got a video like that, I st- I really started to pay attention because I, I understood that they right. understood. Right. right. And that piques their interest too. Because right. right. then they say, oh, they were smart enough to show me more than just the goals. Right. This kid's special. Yeah. You know, and coaches know that. And, and look, here's another thing too, because there's a lot of influencers out there and I'm not knocking any of them. There are influencers out there with unbelievable accuracy. There are influencers out there with the greatest hands I've ever seen. I'm not exaggerating that. I've met them <laughs> and their hands are unbelievable. But hands don't make a full hockey player. 
You can be extremely good at one skill set that's not going to put you in the NHL, right? You need to be good at several, <laughs> several skill sets, okay? And I, with that said, I'm not telling you to tell your kids not to practice one move over and over again. But you have to understand that you need to be well-rounded to do anything well, anything. This is not limited to just hockey. So, again, when it comes to social media, because I know we're getting short on time. Self-esteem, number one, having fun with it. I love when Caitlin comes to us and says, I got a mom and a kid and a dad, and they're just having a blast going around the country doing these. Pro I love hearing that. What I get scared of is uh, if I can get five more brands to my name, that's going to mean that I'll have 50 brands under my, that scares me. That's you're thirsty, right? Oh. That's, that's, that's dangerous. Go ahead. Like, you also you also got to think from the brand standpoint we don't we don't want to bring a kid on that has that many brands right. either because how well are they going to be able to showcase your product when they're showcasing 20 other products right well caitlin i'll take it a step further because i'll tell i'll tell you all what we're looking for is brands <laughs> give you yeah. that answer right caitlin is is look and this comes down to most things in life i don't want to see you do 50 brands well I, or, or okay i want to see you do my brand i'll be very yeah. blunt i want to see you do my brand better than anybody and we'll Absolutely. take care of you. And we will. It, it, here we will. I can't speak for every, we get a thousand emails after this episode, Caitlin. But my point is, is that <laughs> we take care of our ambassadors, right? Yeah. You're putting the work in, we're putting the work in. We want to have that relationship. And, it, and if it deteriorates or you want to go another direction, that's fine too. This isn't per se, a, you know, we're not doing those forms for taxes at the beginning of the relationship, right? It, it's, 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 a, it's a relationship that lasts as long as it does. So instead of doing 20 brands, okay, pick a brand you really love. And do it well. And if they say no the first time you reach out, reach out again. No, I really love your brand. Let me make you five videos. I'm just going to show you how much I love your brand. Man, yeah. that speaks to us. Right? But, but, but the kid is driven to do it. They're earning it. Self-esteem, earning, not worrying what other people think about. This sounds like any other hockey conversation we've had in the last two years we've been doing this. Right? Put forth the effort. What's the goal? It's the same <laughs> thing. So, we're, again, we're, we're kind of out of time here. But I wanted to say that, that, that. Social media is a tool, all right? But you have to have a very clear understanding of what type of tool it is. It's not, you know, you don't want to use the hammer when you need a screwdriver. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. They're like, oh, this is a great hammer. Let me screw in this bolt. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Anyway, I'm going to th throw it over to you guys for final thoughts. Uh, Christy, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, keep reaching out to us because this episode came about because we listened to you. This is one of your stories, so to speak. Um, and I, I just got uh, another one in the inbox. Uh, a dad's having trouble with his daughter and her emotions, and he needs advice on that. We love to help you because chances are if you're experiencing it there are hundreds of other hockey parents just like you out there you're not alone so that's what this is all about uh sharing our experiences listening to you sharing you know whatever turmoil you might be going through and trying to figure out ways to solve it so thank right. you for that so that's why we coming. made the show and, and yeah. again, before i jump to you caitlin that email is team at our kids so if you've been sitting there wondering like i wish they would talk about this or I wish Lee would shut up about this. Email us. Team and I, I wish Christy would talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Caitlin was on more often. Yeah, get, uh, I might email us with that. Caitlin, go ahead. Your final words on that. Yeah, I just, I want to echo what Lee said. And, you know, social media is supposed to be a tool. Um, don't see it as much more than that. Because like Lee said, it's a human highlight reel. It becomes that. And use it 
to the best of your abilities for what you want to use it for um which in this case is hockey and have fun with it yeah, that really is. The, that's a great note to end on. Have fun with it. That's what we say with the game, right? So there you go, parents. Hope you enjoyed that episode. A little bit of a shorter one, but a poignant topic. Uh, if you want more on that, again, email us. Team and our kids play hockey. Uh, and make sure you uh, give us that five-star review. Let us know where you're listening. Uh, make sure to share this in your team snaps or whatever app you're using with your team. Let them know you're a fan of it. You're an Our Kids Play Hockey ambassador, which gets you absolutely nothing. No, I'm just kidding. It gets you it gets you five-star <laughs> reviews from us. So thank you so much for listening. For Christy Casciano Burns and Caitlin Reese, the first episode. I'm going to give you a round of applause. First full <laughs> episode from our producer. She's the one who makes us look good. Bravo, uh, bravo, bravo, bravo. I love it, Picasso. All right. <laughs> uh, again, all episodes available on OurKidsPlayHockey.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Why don't you have a wonderful week? We'll be back with you next week on Our Kids Play Hockey. Have a great week, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure to like and subscribe right now if you found value wherever you're listening, whether it's a podcast network, a social media network, or our website, ourkidsplayhockey.com. Also, make sure to check out our children's book, When Hockey Stops, at whenhockeystops.com. It's a book that helps children deal with adversity in the game and in life. We're very proud of it. But thanks so much for listening to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey, and we'll see you on the next episode.